I, Amina J. Mohammed, solemnly declare and promise to... Amina J. Mohammed is the most powerful woman at the United Nations, appointed the organization's number two after a process last year that for the first time sought but failed to elect a woman as Secretary General. When I saw the title, I thought, goodness me, this sounds very sterile. It's got all the right words in it. Um, how do you communicate that to an audience that comes there to celebrate the life of Madiba? Um, so for me, it's about setting the scene. First, you know that I'm not one of those fortunate people that met this great man, but we sort of stand on his shoulders and we celebrate him and we, we try um, to be like him when we grow up. But um, So it's setting the scene, uh, what he stood for, what he opened up space for in terms of gender equality and participation, inclusion, um, and then really to talk about the challenges that we have today in spite of what we've tried to do. The lecture coincides with the International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women, with one in five women older than 18 having experienced physical violence in South Africa. Everyone has to believe um, and work towards zero because it's unacceptable that any woman um, should have harm done to her, whether it is verbal, it is physical, it is mental. Um, that's just unacceptable. And I think that we need to explain where that comes from in our different cultures, societies, and how people hide behind religion, uh, hide behind being allowed, or it's okay, or you look the other way, um, or it'll be over soon, um, manage it, as they would say in my country. Um, didn't start with you, will it finish with you? Um, I think we have to take away all of that and just get back to our basic humanities, our core values of doing no harm. The Mandela Lecture is viewed by many as an opportunity to take the temperature of the country's democracy, a question I put to her. I think it's going through its birth pains. I mean, I think this is a nation that is birthing through a democracy, a constitution that is quite remarkable, um, and I think it will have a path that will have many potholes but they come out of them stronger. Um, and I think that that's what we have to build on, is to look for the strengths, to learn the lessons. Um, and in a sense, it's not just South Africa, across the continent, across the world, democracy is being challenged. Um, and I think it's because we have not found our place for it, um, in that it addresses everyone and it doesn't leave anyone behind. It is about a certain class or party or elite. Um, it's never about everyone. And I think that this is what we're all grappling with. Mohammed was born in Gombe State, Nigeria, 56 years ago, the eldest of five daughters, a wife and the mother of six, a grandmother and a former environment minister in her country, but describes herself in more humble terms. I always say I'm a development worker, all the rest are titles. Um, it's, it's been my story, my pathway has never been one that I have said this is the career path I want. It's been one in which I've been presented with challenges and I've worked through them. Uh, but I think most important, I've been a woman of colour um, and I've been a Muslim. And in all varying um, circumstances, it's been tough. Uh, but with everything that is tough is an opportunity and we've managed to overcome those. So I would say that I was a survivor and from the day I was born was breach, I landed on my feet. The DSG reveals that she was in complete shock when she was invited to deliver the lecture. I thought they were just asking a number of people. Um, and um, so when it actually came out, I was shocked because I have to say that this is not something that I thought I had grown up to do just yet. Mohammed will be the 15th person to deliver the Mandela Lecture after its inauguration by former United States President Bill Clinton in 2003. I'm Sherwin Bryce Bees in New York.